Why did I pull the trigger, pull the trigger, pull the trigger, boom? And in the nigga, in the nigga life so soon. Why me pull the trigger, pull the trigger, pull it on you? Somebody tell me what I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do. Oh, na 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 na. I just shut a man down. In Central Station. In front of a big old crowd. <laughs> I felt it was only right that we open with the president of Barbados, my favorite song by <laughs> she. <laughs> so that's where we just came from. Oh, yeah. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise him. Praise him every day. Welcome, welcome, welcome me. Welcome you. Welcome all to another episode of Getting Grown with Jade and Kia, where we discuss all things adulting, the tests, the trials, the triumphs, the turns, the twist of uh, this thing called being a grown up, man. That's it. How you doing, uh-huh. sis? You know, I, I just cannot complain. It would be completely irresponsible of me to complain. Ooh, I have had uh, uh, quite an experience this past weekend. And even though the devil with his ashy and just trifling ways tried to steal all of my joy yesterday on my way home, he, he is still an ashy lie. He is. Um, and he is defeated and under my toes. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, take that, you old mangy good for nothing, <laughs> trifling, useless, <laughs> ugh, trash, trash of a devil. Um, but yeah, I, I'm doing well. I can't complain. Um, I won't complain. How are you doing? Sis? I cannot complain. Listen, I understand that Kia is generally the spiritual one here, but I must say. Oh yes. Testify. If you didn't know there was a creator. My, my, my. Oh, no. Take your black ass to Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> you are so ignorant. Like, if you ever have a single doubt in your heart, go to Barbados and tell me that some science created all of that. Let me tell you something, because the island is so pretty in and of itself, like all by itself. It's, all it's just gorgeous. By, all like, by itself. <laughs> come on, Celine. Sing, Celine. Okay, so listen. It made me feel like when I was when I was young, a young lass growing up in the church, you would always sit under the mother, sit under the 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 older saints, and they would be so and, and we would laugh at them, and it seemed like they were being very dramatic and spiritual and deep when they would describe things in that real churchy way. I'm thinking specifically of one um of one of my friend's moms who was who was Yes, she did actually. Yeah. <laughs> I sat and thought about it, but she did. She thought so. She was just very, you know. There's like church intellect. My church kids will know what you're talking, what I'm talking about. So there's like people who are hard. I don't want to say genuinely because I'm not suggesting that church intellectual people are not intellectual. You have people who are smart, and then you have people who are like who love the Lord, smart in that <laughs> grand, like grand and churchy way. So instead of saying like. God created, God created the earth and it was beautiful. A church intellect would say, he who fashioned the <laughs> mighty and majestic splendor of the firmament of the earth, right? Like, you'd be like, oh God. Like, like the people who talk in King James Version, 
I found myself speaking in King James Version in Barbados. I'm yes. like, look at how God created <laughs> all of this. He did it by himself. From the he flies to the grandest palm tree. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, you just can't be, you're in a place so beautiful, you have to speak King James Version. That like, is. You know, he fa- he who he founded the earth. It held it in his hand. And it's great <laughs> and magnanimous and splendiferous. Yeah. And like, you know, you just, yeah. you know. I was out there. I was but like, yeah. God created this in his bosom. Listen, like, this is I mean, love, nigga. You know, and he didn't even have to sweat. He literally said, <laughs> let there be. And there was. Yeah. He's good, you know. Anyway, yeah. we don't right. want to get too churchy. Sorry. But. But yes, you're right, sis. We had the privilege and opportunity to visit the great island of Barbados. And it's just it's just a a beautiful place. And I don't think that I'll ever be the same again. Um, I, I don't think so. It has ruined vacation forever. I had told Crystal, I said, you know, I thought, you know, I thought I had been going on vacations up until this point. But clearly, I've not no. been anywhere. And I've not been taking vacations. I've just been taking field trips. Yeah, the place, exactly all the places the that I've gone, I've been on little field trips. Field because, trips. Uh, a vacation was what I experienced this past weekend. And um, I just feel like I have to now glow up the rest of my life. The rest of my life has to now be a glow up. I have to work that much harder so that I can continue to vacation on the level that I vacationed with my with my friends this it's all downhill from here yeah you know what i'm saying I, I mean i just feel like i hate to have peaked at this young age but hopefully right. as i got a lot of work to do to ensure that things will continue to go up from here happy birthday to our brother uh-huh kid fury first of fury all Asia. fury in asia fury in asia is 30 years old two score and 10 he is 30 years old three X's. and i just I just couldn't be more proud of him. You know so what I'm proud. saying? He's and, his uh, birthday jumping off a yacht. Yeah. Into I a mean, sea of turtles. <laughs> my God. I mean, because that's how you do it. That's how you do it, right? And I um, spent his 30th birthday jumping off a yacht <laughs> into a sea of turtles. Man, that thing was it's just it's just amazing. And I like I, like I said uh, this past weekend, I said it to him, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying it to y'all. I'm just so proud and so grateful and so honored and, and blessed to know him and to be a part of, you know, just this awesome group of, of mm-hmm. hardworking Blacks mm. <laughs> that, uh, that, we, that we kick it with. Um, Fury especially. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just excited because I feel like he's 30 and all that he's accomplished, and he's literally just getting started. So, just like, getting started. Like, uh, like it's only going to go uh, in one direction from here, and, and that's up. So I'm I'm super, 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 super proud of him. Mm-hmm. And happy birthday, Fury. We love you so much. We love you down. So um, I guess let's take out the trash. Oh, they do. We get started. Yeah. We're going to start off with um, two, two serious subjects, which are happen to be trash mm-hmm. um and then you know we'll get in we'll get into to some lighter things but uh first i wanted to to talk about the libyan slave trade mm. and what's going on and how it's absolutely appalling and disgusting so um essentially what's happening is that you've got white people <laughs> going over into libya mm-hmm. and they are not you know they are holding these people hostage they are taking them away from their lives um they uh I was reading on the van on the vanguard ngr.com actually 
that they are refugees are from several African countries. They say they have fled war, poverty, and unemployment in their countries. They have taken a tough journey through the desert. They've paid people smuggle. They've paid people smugglers to get Libya to try to cross the Mediterranean to the Europe. Um, it's just the fact that modern day slavery is happening right now and it's widespread because it's not just happening in Libya, but it's very focused in it because it's a problem right now. It's shocking and it's disgusting. And I don't know what we can do to help the situation. That's just one of those things where I'm like, I'm lost. I don't know what to do. Um, and I know the UN is trying to intervene. Uh, but it's a problem. And so I thought that it would be irresponsible if we didn't at least put prayers out there for our brothers and sisters and what they're going through. Um, cause no human being on this entire planet deserves that sort of treatment and for people to think it's okay ever, but especially nowadays is absolutely disgusting. Um, and then the second thing I wanted to address was Centoya Brown. Have you read up on Centoya Brown, sis? I have. So I have. you want to you want to tell them about Centoya Brown? Um, I don't have it in front of me, but Centoya Brown wasn't she? Isn't she a young lady who, um, was abused? Yes. So Centoya uh, Brown was um, she was uh, uh she was sold into sex trafficking. Sex, sex trafficking, right? Mm-hmm. She was abused. Sex slave. She murdered um. I guess the man who was responsible. She murdered. Um, so she was, um, she was sold, uh, to a man. I think he was in his forties. They said, I can't remember because I don't have it in front of me either. Um, but she was sold to a man. A 43, and, yeah. 43 year old man. Um, yep. go ahead. <clears throat> yeah. It says, uh, 43 year old man, uh, purchased her and t- uh, took her into his home to use her for sex. Um, and, but Centoya found the courage to fight back and, uh, she shot and killed him, um, to save her own life. And she was arrested for that, um, and tried and convicted as an adult and has been sentenced to life in prison. Um, she'll be eligible for parole when she is 69 years old. So, um, something is in prison since 2004. Right. Uh, something is extraordinarily wrong with the, right with a system that enables rapists um, and then, you know, blames victims for fighting for their own lives. Um, and, and apparently uh, many, many celebrities and uh, popular uh, people have spoken out against this injustice against Centoya Brown um, and have um, all kind of been rallying around uh, finding some legal counsel for her to help fight these charges. Shout out to this um, horn or whatever right. that is this beeping outside. Don't they yeah. know we recording anyway? Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so. And they there's there's information on how you can write to Centoya. Um, all all over the internet there are there but we'll put it in the description box there are ways that you can contact her and i think just encouraging words yeah i'm sure she's gonna have an influx of mail but just encouraging words always that that it never hurts for you to send a few words to somebody who could use it at the time and i know that there's not a lot else that you can do but that is something that you can do 
I'm sure that that would be helpful and encouraging to her. Um, I think there was a, doc a documentary about her case that was um, done in 2011. Um, and in that documentary, there were several psychologists and persons who worked with Sensoya that had uh, acknowledged that she suffers, suffered from fetal alcohol syndrome and growing up in an abusive home, she deals with depression and other sorts of mental illness. Um, so anything that we can do to support Sensoya. Um, yeah, to help, to, to help her and hopefully get her the hell out of jail. Yeah. Cause this is possible. disgusting. Um, it's just deplorable. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll post that in the description box. Um, on to some lighter stuff. Please. The Soul Train Awards. Praying for Centoria, praying for everybody in oh. Libya, but yes. Absolutely on to the Soul Train Awards. Man, man, man. Woo. So we watched together, so there's no use in me asking you if you watched. <laughs> we did. But let the people know your thoughts. So I know that you all were thinking about us <laughs> during a particular moment in what the show. What moment was that? Sis? Let's see. What tweet did we get? Hold on. We got a we got a, a tweet. I need to read it. Verbatim. Oh man. This is gonna be good. Well, in the meantime, you talk to the people while well, I find it. Well, the Soul Train Awards was an eventful, um, was an eventful good time you know, of Blacks. All of us uh, led uh, by Erica Badu and all of her Baduness. Um, oh she, you know, did an amazing job as she usually typically does. Um, I think the show opened up with uh, a performance by SWV who received the Lady of Soul Award. Um, and Coco Lily and Taj came out there in their sensible shoes and sequined jerseys <laughs> and put on a good show for the people, featuring my very favorite, like the the my the, the highlight of the of the Soul Train Awards to me. Oh my oh my goodness, um, was the uh, performance of anything by SWV in which they they had. Um, Featured Method Man, also known mm. as Clifford Smith, also known as Andre, also known as mine. Okay, okay, you can have them. Woo! Okay, so I, it was just so ex it was thrilling. It was exhilarating. Can we just bask in the glory that is Method Man for just my one God? Like I have just it was it was a joyous occasion for me because it's been a long time since I have seen. It's probably since Plain Bay. Plain Bay. Plain Bay, remember the, the the gorgeous man I sat next oh, to on the yes, plane? Oh, yes, 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 yes. It has been since Plain Bay, since I have not, I have, that's the, probably the last time I have seen A man who, it, who, who um, motivates your um, intellect as well as your loins. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I just remember like, oh my, God, like, it was like 1997 all over again. I was literally running around that little room in Barbados screaming like a banshee. <laughs> and... Because the Method Man was on my TV looking like a whole meal, like not a snack, <laughs> a meal. I'm talking like mm. two sides, two, mm. I mean, a meat and three sides, a mm. beverage and a dessert. He was looking and like an two starches and a veggie. I mean, he was two looking heavies, like like, things like, <laughs> like rice and macaroni and cheese. <laughs> mm, he was looking like, right, oxtail gravy on the rice. Like, mm. Mm. And I just want to thank God for Clifford Smith. 
Born March the second. Nothing to me about you married. My eyes still work. Listen, (laughs) if you did not appreciate Method Man on Soul Train Awards, then your eyes don't work. That's just that's just the bottom line. I I he gave me everything. His old light skin, and that he still got his his chin strap going strong. And I hate a chin strap, but let me tell you something. Method Man is okay. I love you, Method Man. So much. Thank you for being who you are, and thank you, thank you for uh, making the Soul Train Awards for me. Because after that, I really don't care. Um, well, Tamar, Tamar had a hot microphone. We thank God because you know she had been falling victim to this lip syncing, which yes. I feel like is just ridiculous because Tamar could actually sing, and she also took a break from the theatrics this time, which was very much appreciated. We didn't have mm-hmm. to see her rolling and thriving around on the floor like a, oh. a crazed woman foaming at the mouth. She sat her behind <laughs> in that chair in a good, sensible bob, and she sung. Like, she really did sing. I was proud of her. She sung twice, actually, because Tony performed. Yes. Okay, and so she Tony stepped got up back in the do I pop that pop. That was what I couldn't find the tweet, but somebody was like when Tony sang. <laughs> oh, yes, her. that's right. Tony got up there with all the dramatics that Tamar left behind. I love you. I love you. My man. I love you. I love you. I didn't want it to work. Okay, we can stop right there because that's when they kept they kept talking about this star-studded tribute. Let me tell you something. That tribute was many things, but it was not star-studded. Okay. No. I don't even know who Ro Star James is. Study. Who is Ro James? I have no freaking clue. Now, the, the white girl did well, though. Jesse J. Mm-hmm. Now, I knew that she would not support, uh, disappoint me because Jesse J sings. Had no clue who she was. I don't know if I would have picked that song for her, but she still wore it out. She still wore she it did. out. She did her thing. And then here come um, Luke James, Lord Jesus, with his hoop earring. He had this hoodie and a blowfish hoop earring. I was trying to figure out exactly what was happening there. And he had on a mesh shirt. Dan, the man in the hoop. I'm breaking my heart. He was just doing a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Anita Baker and Tony Braxton, neither one of them closed their mouth. Neither one of them closes their mouth. That's what's up. That's what's up. But yeah. Uh, I think we skipped a lot of things. Maybe we didn't, though, because the only thing I can think of that we didn't cover was Keisha Cole's A Smooth Criminal. Uh, <laughs> I'm absolutely cool with uh, not Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. Um, yeah. The Cypher was a good a good time. Um, yes. Fantasia, Bilal, Faith Evans, and Molly Music, and Robert Glasper. That was an awesome time. Who else? Oh, the 112 reunion. Love Robert Glasper. We do love Robert Glasper. Oh. <clears throat> 112 reunion. I'm, let me tell you something. As I said in Barbados, uh, I think that I don't want. I don't want to hear new music from 112. Is that terrible to say? Never. never. Um, Not I mean, I, I was sitting there watching them perform this newer song, and it was just like, um. Oh, mm-hmm. But it was when they hit when when they um 
when they went into what is this numbers in your pocket? In your pocket. That's when that's when things really turned around for me. <laughs> I told <laughs> when you. <laughs> So Kia went off to the TV room because everybody knows Kia. Loves oh my TV. gosh, y'all knew that's where they were going to find me. So she was the first person to start turning Soul Train Wards on, and you could hear it from the dinner table. So when One Twelve was singing, I turned to Asante. I told her a story. There was this girl who I went to school with, and she was she was not from here. She had a very heavy um accent, and she sang the One Twelve song. <laughs> and she used to go. What are these numbers in your pocket? <laughs> what is wrong with you? you know, I used to Why would she do that? That's not know. even how the song goes. I don't know. Young lady. Okay. Let us move forward. <laughs> you are tickled. Ooh, that <laughs> it's pretty Ooh, funny that though. Um, Naya Rivera beat her husband's ass. Why? <laughs> got arrested because he said she was drunk. Was she? If she has a problem. Well, she might. I don't know. I don't think that girl's wrapped too tight. That's the same well, one. Well, I knew she wasn't she don't wrapped take baths tight. on a daily basis. She said what now? She don't take baths every day. Oh, hell. It's not good for you or something. Then she said she was joking, but that you ain't joking. She wasn't joking. I mean, You're quiet as a skip, I knew that she wasn't. I mean, even on the Glee, I, I thought that she was... She's. If you look in her eyes, there's something. You know what wrong I'm saying? There. I didn't want to go there, but I mean, like something in my spirit kicked nah. up. Like mm-hmm. something ain't right here. You gotta look in the eyes. Anytime you look in the eyes and it's empty, then you know there's always it's people with light eyes and it's um, niggas with light eyes really. And then it is people. There's this empty look. You gotta be careful with those light eyes. You gotta be real careful with the light trying eyes. to tread light. Trying to get you. tread lightly. No pun intended. <laughs> But uh, yeah, with those empty eyes, mm-mm. So she, like, literally beat him up? Yeah, I guess she, like, put hands on him, and he called the police. It was like, my wife's out of control. Oh. <laughs> she got arrested. Isn't this a man? And go look at... She married him, like, super quick. Like, what, didn't he... Wasn't she, like, dating that other that other young man, and then... The one who Janae Aiko has tattooed on her arm, yes. Um, um, excuse me? Yes. Yes, Small Sean. Mm. He, uh, yeah, she was with him. I was trying to think of his name. That's it, right there. Isn't it Big Sean? <laughs> it's Small Sean. <laughs> he is Small Sean, but his name is Big Sean, right? Small we don't talk about. Uh, <laughs> Janae Aiko has has that young man tattooed on her. You didn't see that. I can't even listen to her. I don't even know what she be talking about, y'all. I just wanted to her to speak up all the time. I just want to be like, clear your throat and say it one more time because I don't know what you're saying, sis. Like, no, you have to get because it's. Smoking. I just, all that mumbling, I just can't, that mumbling, I can't deal with it. I don't know what that lady is talking about. Like, what are you saying, sis? I can't. It's like Janet Jackson all over again. But no, I'm not a Janae Aiko fan. The only thing I want to hear her on is "It's a Vibe" because I love Two Chains. But yeah, and then oh, um, it's a vibe because we it's a vibe. That's her on the song. But I didn't even know that. Like I didn't even know she was on it until I like read the thing. Because I, I mean, because you thought it was the girl, right? I just thought that it was just a part of the track. <laughs> I didn't exactly think it was just girl. like. It's always a girl. Like there's like you got thuggish, ruggish bone. The only reason we know her name was Tasha is because she said her name was Tasha. But if she didn't say it, it would she have just been the girl on the song? I was like, okay, okay. I didn't know that she. Okay, <laughs> she had a job. That's fine. I mean, I want the people to work. It's cool. I'm not tripping. Yeah, I I prefer you work than not. And because we covered it before, 
Jennifer Hudson. Mm-hmm. We got a little update. Yeah. Tell him. So apparently, uh, Jennifer Hudson has dropped the order of protection from her uh, uh, fiance, David Otunga, um, and David wins custody. He won custody of their son, so uh, David Jr. They had a formal custody agreement or hearing, and he now is the custodial parent, um, mainly because Jennifer is currently flying back and forth between London and the U.S. to do The Voice and The Voice UK. So the the baby, David Jr., is with his father most of the time, and as such, David was awarded uh, full custody, and the holidays must have been... Hopefully, during the holidays, they got together and were able to have a conversation because, you know, Jenny has since dropped the order of protection. So I'm hoping that they could at least move forward to being amicable co-parents. I mean, I just can't. So I have a real problem with that spiteful take your kids out of the father's life when you're upset situation. And like because there's enough niggas out there who are not doing anything for their kids so when you have the spiteful situations those actually really piss me off yeah i don't like it i agree i mean it's just hard this is just hard i can imagine it being a very challenging dynamic absolutely but why don't willingly take kids out of their out of their out of one of their parents' lives. Like, that's not right. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I can relate to, like, being the child trapped in the middle. So that's why I'm just saying it's a very, very difficult thing. But, but, there's, uh, there's, but there's levels to it because there is keeping your kids out of harmful situations. Right. But there are also people who, like, I, I'm talking about, I'm strictly talking about people who keep kids out of a parent's life out of spite. Right. Which is, that like, is, that's the one that I have the issue with. Like, I understand, I understand if you're, you know, if you have a parent who has a drug addiction or a drinking problem and it puts the children in harm's way, you have to do what's best for your right. kids. But there are also situations where you have parents who are, who are great parents, your fathers, your mothers who are great parents. And because you have an issue with them, you keep that kid. And that ain't right because you're not doing anything but harming that child. So anyway, that's just my little soapbox. I'm gonna get off my little yeah, man. Now. <laughs> I, I concur. I concur. Um, you have any more trash? Or you? I think we're good on trash. I do. Yeah. I think we can move forward into shout out to my sis. Hey, one of my faves. Oh. My sis is popping right now. Like shout out to my sis. Shout out to my sisters and my brothers. But literally yeah. our sisters this week. Oh, yeah. Totally, totally. Um, so, yeah, this week we're going to be shouting out a, a young group of women known as the Fortress Four. Uh, we had uh, mm-hmm. we got an email from Kiara, and I will read it. It says, hi, Jade and Kiara. I hope you are well. First and foremost, thank you for creating the Getting Grown podcast. I truly enjoy the personal stories and knowledge you ladies share about surviving adulthood. As of recent, your two episodes about growing up Black and creating a personal board of directors were right on time as it relates to each of us. I'm writing to shout out The Fortress, a social space my roommates and I created that is dedicated to inspiring, empowering, and unifying women of color. We're four 20-somethings who are living in Brooklyn and navigating adulting while sharing our individual and collective glow up with our followers. Each day, we post original content that centers around beauty, politics, wellness, and style. Um, And I would like to invite you ladies and your listeners to follow The Fortress. Um, It's filled with melanin magic that won't disappoint. Thank you so much again for creating such a wonderful podcast. I cannot wait to see the next step getting grown has planned. Best, Kiara. Um, We... LOL, she said 420-somethings. 
so childish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but thank you, Kiara. I hope is it Kiara, Kiara? I'm I hope I'm saying it uh, somewhat right. <laughs> but um we were able to check out the fortress. We will leave the link in the description box. We thought it was a super cute website featuring four adorable uh oh my black God, women. So cute. Um Yes. Who are all doing awesome things um, and put together this really cute, really, really polished, really clean and classic uh, website um, where they share different things via their Instagram about the different aspects of their lives. Um, But our favorite part of the fortress is a project that the young ladies are doing called Project Queen B. The mission of this work is a party. Yes, indeed. Um, they had a packing party for uh, Project Queen V. But Project Queen V is a New York City community service initiative that works to provide feminine products to women experiencing homelessness. Monetary donations are will be used to purchase feminine products for the Coalition for the Homeless. The Fortress strives to uplift women and showcase the importance of giving back. Um, and they have on their website a page where donations can be made for the purpose of, of creating these period packs. Um, to be distributed mm. to women who are experiencing homelessness in the New York City area. And and we just thought that that was such a noble and awesome cause I mean. that we wanted to feature the fortress, the women of the fortress on Shout Out to My Sis and encourage you all to check them out. And if you can, donate, make a donation. Um, a $5 donation um, creates a period pack and anything more than that, um, of course, uh contributes to the cause uh all the more as well it goes such a long way um i mean just imagine you have you have just imagine being a woman and the issues that we have to deal with and you being a homeless woman and having to try to navigate every single month how you're going to take care of yourself so uh kia and i thought this was really really awesome we'll definitely put the information in the description box but um, for those, I'll just say really quickly, who are in the New York City area on December 9th, they're going to have the packing party where they actually pack up the feminine products for the uh, women's experience for homelessness at Cafe Erzuli. I hope I'm saying that right, which is 894 Broadway in Brooklyn. It's on Saturday, December 9th from 630 to 9 o'clock. I think that is an absolutely amazing, amazing um, venture. I might even try to make it out That'd myself. Um, so definitely make sure that, uh, like Kia said, kick the link, even if you're not in the area, $5 will help to create a period pack for somebody out there who really needs it. And then if you are in the New York area, try to make it out to the packing party and also bring your donations along with you. Cause, and you have until November 30th. So the link will be in the description. Totally. Box. And shout out to the ladies of the fortress, Candace, Tierra, Kiara, and London. You guys are doing awesome work. Yes. And we're proud of you. Thank you guys for listening to Getting Grown. And um, yeah, y'all check them out and support. Please. All right, boys and girls, let's gather around the kitchen table for this week's edition of Kitchen Table Talk. Before we get into the meat of the matter, sis, what are you snacking on? Ham sandwiches. <laughs> I didn't get to eat my Thanksgiving leftovers because we left the very yum, next day. Yum, yum, yum. So. Ham does not go bad. I'm sure it does. It doesn't. But it's not now. But it doesn't <laughs> taste bad. Or... So I'm eating a ham sandwich. Ain't nobody mad, man. And a yeah. salsa water and a pickle. Yes, a ham sandwich and a pickle. Bring me on Hell back. Hell yeah, you got to make sure you toast that bread. Um, and put a little butter in there. I don't, if you're, you're not worried about health if you're eating a ham sandwich. And then... Did you glaze your ham? Oh, I sure did. 
I, of course, I glazed it. I um, I made a glaze of whiskey, brown sugar, honey, um, a couple, a little bit of spices, not too much, and some some fresh um orange, mm-hmm. uh, and put that up on the stove, mixed that up, and then I poured it over the ham and put it in the oven. It's well, delicious. that sounds delightful. Delightful. I don't have any. What are you snacking on? I don't have any good snacks. Just got back last night, super late, um, so I don't have anything here. I literally had a. You've been gone. I've been gone. Like I ain't been. You been, been gone. In my house in a long time. Um, but so there was actually nothing here in the refrigerator but some almond milk. So I got, I got, um, <laughs> I got a box of cereal on my way in the house this today when I was leaving work. Amen. So I had a bowl of cereal and now I'm just drinking some of this seltzer uh, water. I'm drinking lemon seltzer water. I'm drinking pineapple coconut seltzer water. Oh, you're drinking La Croix. <laughs> La Croix. <laughs> La Croix. I'm just drinking the Whole Foods 365 lemon good sparkling stuff. water. It's pretty good. You know, salsa water. Hopefully mm-hmm. I don't... Um, because salsa water makes me makes me burp, so hopefully I won't burp in the microphone because that would be gross. <laughs> Why? That's getting gross. Adulting <laughs> is relatable. <laughs> oh All right. Anyway, so yes, on uh, here around the kitchen table today, we're going to be talking about uh, gifts because it's the most <laughs> wonderful time of the year. Um. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to talk about gifts. We're going to talk about gifts, the good, the bad, the ugly. We're going to talk about some of the best and worst gifts that Jade and I have received and some of the best and worst gifts that we've given. Then we're going to talk about, like, we're going to just toss around some gift ideas, um, you know, for shopping for kids, um, gift ideas for Bay, and gift ideas for if you're exchanging gifts amongst your groups of friends. And we will probably end and close out the conversation by just kind of talking through some of the things that are on our personal wish list Yes, for the upcoming holiday season. So I guess we'll start off by talking about the best gift that you have ever received, Jade. What is the best gift that you've ever received? But that trip to Barbados. (laughs) (laughs) You are so stupid. Um, I have, you know what I have, I I don't have like one gift that I have. I could be real corny and be like, oh my kid. Nah. But, uh, <laughs> but, that's funny. Since we're talking about actual gifts. Don't do no one like that. <laughs> I'm not doing her like that. I'm just saying, like, I'm just trying to stay okay. on task. So, and not be a cop out. So I've gotten a few really good gifts. Um, my husband got me for Mother's Day one year, a double waffle, waffle iron. <laughs> Yes. And nigga, and I, he was like, you can make two damn waffles at the same damn time. I was like, you bought this Exactly. Yourself, That's what I was going to ask you. Like, <laughs> as a wife, because I remember my grandmother, Kirkin, um, Kirkin now, I sound like one of the young people. Kirkin. But um, I remember uh-huh. her going crazy because one year, this was many years ago, because my grandfather got a microwave. And wrapped it up in a box and, and like he addressed it to her. So she thought it was her gift. And she opened it up and she was like, this is not for me. This is for the house. This is for all of you. This is not a gift for me. So I don't know. Like, is that something that like happens often? <laughs> well, no. I Well, it probably does. But in my particular case, my husband knows that I love all things kitchen. Right. And so 
it really was a really amazing gift because um, I'd been talking about how I love waffles and I wanted to make waffles and I didn't have a waffle iron and he bought me a double waffle iron. So it served, you know, multiple purposes. <laughs> and then I got this really cute box from Dubai. Uh, my friend lives out there with me and she got me um, a really cute box that has our wedding date written in Arabic, like, but like etched with like fire because it's made out of wood. Mm-hmm. So that was a really dope gift. Fran this year got me a cider kit, how to to make homemade like cider, like beer. That is so like right up your street. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's one of the best gifts. And then my husband, he gives me like super thoughtful gifts. Like he I remember one time I was just talking about a few things that I just needed to get for myself. I needed to re-up on a perfume that I really liked at the time. I used to wear a lot of Dolce & Gabbana, the mm-hmm. one. <laughs> and I needed a new jean jacket. It was like a few things that I needed. And he showed up to my job with a gift bag. And I had like all of the things that I had been saying that I needed to get. He had gotten them and brought it to me at work just because it wasn't for any event. So Those are the best gifts. Gifts that are... Mm-hmm. that are thoughtful and like in the way that like shows if you buy me a gift that shows me that you have been paying attention to what I say <laughs> like like if you like you know what I'm saying I think that those are the best gifts like tell if, if you t- if I tell you that I don't know like the best gifts for me are always like I'm thinking of that book love language and acts of service mm-hmm. that's how you mm-hmm. get me <laughs> that right there if you listen to Y'all if you to listen to me, like, I can think of one time I was dating somebody, complaining all the time about, like, how just coming back and forth from work. At the time, my commute, I was driving from work, and my commute was a little long, and how the gas was just eating up my car. And, you know, I was just eat, spending all my money at the gas station, I just say. And just complaining, not necessarily for somebody to do something but just saying like you know gas is high as hell just kind of like how we always complain and the best gift is uh, i got in the car one day and that gas tank was full and i didn't fill it up jesus <laughs> that is Ooh. oh my god Ooh. you want to talk about like you want to talk about honey? you want to hello <laughs> like <laughs> hello you better get out of my face yo that is that nice. Is so like nice, that's one of right? the things where it just makes you feel it's like full. You, like your guest heard me. <laughs> like you heard me. Like I said, I used to have this nameplate. I love nameplates. Y'all know I wear one every day. But when I was I um <laughs> young and petty, I used to like just get different words, not just my name. <laughs> so like um this was no, Diabetes. not even, not even, not hood rat, <laughs> not even hood rat stuff, but just like really deep. Cause this is where I used to watch like Iyanla starting over house. And I used to just be really deep about being, you know, surrounding myself, affirming words and those kinds of things. And I had this nameplate and it said help on it. Right. Because I just felt like I would just, I just felt like as you were drawn to Rhonda. I just feel like I work, I work hard. I always do that. Um, I've always been a, a really hard worker and I don't ask for help. I'm actually averse to asking for help. So I was wearing the nameplate mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, just kind of get myself in a space where I would not be averse to asking for help and not wanting to carry the burdens of doing all the stuff by myself. 
apparently, I mean, that's smart. Clearly, it didn't work because I still, <laughs> I still take on too much. I still do too much. I still don't ask people for help. But at the time, I was wearing no, this, no. um, this nameplate, this nameplate that said "Help," and it's just like, I just like, I just love that kind of attentive, like. Um, not even just in relationships, like dating relationships, but like in partnerships, like thoughtful friends mm-hmm. who know, you know, who think of certain things. You know, girl, I remember what you was doing. I know you had to do this, that, and that. Keisha used to all the time, especially when I was in school, um, writing or working or whatever. Like, it would be nothing for Keisha to just be like, especially since she lived right around the corner from school, she would be like, come by the house. I made lunch. <laughs> like... I made lunch. Come by the house and and get you something to eat. And people don't and realize how like, small girl, that you know, is. I mean, how big that is. To bless you. me, girl. You don't. Even, you don't even really know. How did you <laughs> know? Like, how I didn't did have you any know? Like, <laughs> what a gift you are. Thank you. God. Oh my thank God. You so much. Like, like, so yeah. So yeah. Help. 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 And um, those kind of attentive things. Those are always going to be for me like the best gifts ever. Mm-hmm. And they're not all. You know who's good with those kind of gifts? Those who? helpful gifts. She's gonna be so mad at me for saying it. Who? Crystal Jean. I knew you were gonna do that. Crystal Jean is like she's. I'm she's not gonna put all her business it, out in the streets, but she is the mm-hmm. clutchest of the clutches. I mean, you want to talk about a friend who listens to what you're going through and will just do something astronomical to. Help not you even astronomical, but something small. But just she's just a, and then I mean it's 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 good. I mean, but it's always small to her because she'd be like, "Oh, girl, exactly." Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but even dipping back into a conversation that we had previously about like the kind of friends that you are, the kind of friends you want to be. Like, I'm grateful for having access to to people like Keisha and and Crystal and and Leslie and Pam and Toya, like all my friends who are, you know, Tania, people who have that natural, generous kind of giving spirit um, and give with intention. Um, so, yeah, th- those are totally, like, just awesome, awesome qualities to have. Um, so, and, and that's why I'm, I'm talking about this now because I was th- trying to think about the best gift that I've ever received. Um, and I don't know, but those kind of small kind of things mm-hmm. are the most memorable. So, sure, you know, Things that you like, material things that I've really wanted, whether it be like a pair of sneakers or a jacket or mm-hmm. a bag or something. Uh, and she get a gift like that, and it's just like, oh wow, this is this is dope. But you wear it, and that value depreciates. But those little things that people do for me, it's like I don't forget that, right? Those are long. <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't yeah, forget that kind of stuff. I don't forget that kind of stuff at all. And I I can't put all of those gifts out there, but. I have received so many of them that I'm super grateful for. Totally. And we don't want to make the people feel bad also as we're speaking about gifts and we are speaking about monetary gifts a lot because it is the holiday season, you know, so it's in context. We also want you to know right off the bat as we're talking about this that for those who, there are people out there who can't afford to give gifts. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, Keisha making me lunch is not. (laughs) Right. It's not no it's not breaking the bank, but like it's not breaking the bank, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's there are things that you can do. And you know, or there is like you know somebody's like you know somebody's stressed, you know somebody's going through it. You can give a gift of like, let me come over and help right. you clean your house. Like I know that you've been 
going through it. Like, as your friend, let me come over and help you clean your crib. Like, this is my Christmas gift to you. Let me come help you, you know, redo your storage room, paint your wall. Like, it's it it's just the act of giving, period, that means the most to people. And it's those things that people really, truly remember. Um, the meaning behind why you did something. Yeah, you know I'm um, and I mean, the thing, and I'm looking now, I have this... Uh... Two friends from undergrad, uh, Tanil and Jessica, two friends in lieu of graduation gifts or as graduation gifts, I should say, both of them typed up like a letter. Tanil's was more of a poem, but um, mm-hmm. Jessica's was more of a letter. But both of them typed up messages to me and framed them. And I still have them in my house today. Like... Like the frame probably cost ten dollars, but but the sentiment is like, I literally can look at it. I've been out of co- college for well over fifteen years now, but I still have that up in my house. Not because it costs a million dollars, but because like, dang, like she sat down and thought about these things. And I mean, I can still read it today, and it has all of the inside jokes that we used to make back in two thousand and one. And I still laugh, you know what I'm saying? Because those are the kinds of things that you don't, right. you don't, um, you don't forget. Those are those kind of meaningful, lasting, right. impactful kind of gifts. And those are the kind of gifts that I want to give because I feel like those are the, those are the best gifts. Man, the listen, best ones. Um, so okay, let's turn the coin. Let's flip the coin and talk about the worst gift that you've ever received. What is the worst? What's the gift that you received? And you was just like Jesus Christ. What am I supposed to do with this? Okay, mm-hmm. this too. First, first one, and I, I, I'm sorry to do this. I hate to do this, but it's from one of my exes. <laughs> of course it is. And it's not because he's my ex or anything, but I'm going to explain why. He gave me a diamond bracelet. Okay. Okay. And um, it was it was a beautiful bracelet. And I'm going to tell you why it's one of the worst gifts that I've ever received. Um, it was a beautiful bracelet. He did it in a very, you know, cute way. Um, but I don't wear diamonds. (laughs) I'm not a diamond girl. Um, not to say that I wasn't appreciative, but there is nothing about me that says diamonds. My wedding ring is not even a diamond. (laughs) Like, I have no desire, no interest in diamonds whatsoever. And anybody who pays attention to me and knows me knows I have no interest in diamonds. And one reason why my husband gifts, my husband's gifts are, even if they're not huge, you know, and he's coming like, I bought you a car. His gifts mean so much to me because he listens to the things that that I talk about and then he puts them into action. You know what I'm saying? And so I know that he is paying attention. If you buy me a diamond bracelet, I feel like you are just trying to (laughs) shut me up. (laughs) And you know what I'm saying? And it didn't help that, you know, it like... He was cheating at the time as well. So that doesn't, that doesn't help. But it was one of the worst gifts I've ever received because it's not me. Like, at all. Like, it's not me at all. There's nothing about me that has ever said, I am waiting for a diamond bracelet. Oh, that's so beautiful. I want that. Nothing about me. So that shows that you're not right. paying attention. And um, so that came to mind. And then, oh, Lord, my mother used to go to China all the time. Come on, China. She used to go to China quite often, and this lady would come back with with so many things. And one of two two of the things she would come back with in multiples 
were fake uptowns. And she kept trying to get us to wear these uptowns. And me and my sister would be like, these are not real, Ma. And she's like, yes, they are, because this is where they're made in the first place. I just bought them straight. We just skipped the middle bit. Bless her heart. (laughs) And I'm like, but Ma, do you look at the R? It's not right. (laughs) She kept trying to get us to wear these fake Chinese uptowns. It was the worst. It was the worst. She meant well, but it was the worst. Man. What about you? I mean, I just keep it going the same vein. So I was, I I had, uh, you know, you grew up in the church and there are often adults and older people who look out for you, right? Because you get like this great extended family. You just have all of these extra aunties and uncles that you see on a weekly basis and they just look out for you and it's it's amazing. Um, So I had a whole bunch of those growing up, right? Just just awesome men and women who took a liking to me and to my brother and they would just look out for us. Um, give us a dollar here or there, five dollars here or there during the week or whatever. But on the holidays time, during around the holidays time, you could often expect to receive a Christmas gift from them. Not necessarily anything big, but you know, a gift. And because you have cultivated a relationship with this person, you want to do right by me. You want to, you want to be appreciative and grateful for the gift. Um, but you know, and that's all well and dandy if the gift is an amazing gift or if it's a good gift or a decent gift, a practical gift even. Um, but if the gift is a terrible gift, it's a lot of pressure, right? So, so mm-hmm. one of my play play aunties down to the church one year mm-hmm. now. Okay. I'm gonna paint the picture. This woman was a little older and this is going to sound shadier than I mean it, but kind of like, homely like not like not flashy (laughs) kind of just plain jane um you know just real nothing i know what homely means yeah not nothing really she wasn't never looked uh dirty or unkempt or anything like that but just like not she wear like sunset stockings with white shoes Mm, no no she didn't do that she wasn't that bad but more kind of so like you know just kind of like real Real kind of basic <laughs> in in the nicest way that you can say that about a person, right? Just real basic in her in her fashions. And that's fine. Like real dress barn. hmm Yes. That's exactly it. Mm, yeah. Real and one year. Barn. And her shoes come from the what's the food? What's the shoe bazaar place? Shoe bazaar. It's like a low budget DSW. It's like a low budget DSW. <laughs> shoe carnival. Oh, I know you're talking oh. about. I can't is that think what of it. it is? I can see the place in my head, no, but I can't call the name. Yeah. I do. But you know what I'm talking um, about. So, yeah. Think think along. Famous like a famous footwear. footwear. That's, it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Right there. So, it appeared to me. I mean, okay. So, she gave me a gift one year. And it was a fake Louis Vuitton bag. <laughs> now, in my mind, I was just like, it is clear that somebody gifted Mrs. So-and-so with this fake Louis Vuitton bag, and she don't know what to do with it. So she was like, oh, I'll give it to Kia. She'll wear it. Now, I just don't believe that she saw this fake bag somewhere and purchased it. Now, I could be wrong, but this is the kind of justification that I came up with in my own mind to make myself feel better. Still in all, it was one of the worst gifts that I've ever received because I felt terrible because I refused <laughs> to carry the bag because it was not only... <laughs> counterfeit but it was hideous and that's so why i wouldn't carry it 
But I felt bad because I felt like she would be looking for it. <laughs> like she would see me at church and she would just kind of like linger around and look like, oh, okay, okay. I'm not wearing the bag. Don't worry, kid. Not wearing the bag. And it was just terrible because because you bought this off of the street. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. You bought this off of a sheet. I wish that she would not have done that. But it was one of the worst gifts that I've ever received because I felt like this pressure to have it. So I never threw it away. Um, and I kind of kept kept it in my closet, but I refused to wear it. You still have it though. No, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It went to um, a farm. <laughs> I think I probably gave it to Goodwill, like one of my closet purges from many years ago. I was just like, mm, y'all have a good time with this because I couldn't have, I couldn't use it. <laughs> and I felt, it was so liberating. Like I kept the bag until I moved from New York. So, oh, you kept it for <laughs> so like, I kept the bag till I moved from New York because I was just like, one day, I don't know. I just feel like I would need to have it. So if she would ask me for it, I could still be able to say that I had it. Um, but when I was moving, it was just like, oh, I can get rid of this now. <laughs> um, another one of the worst gifts I've ever received, it's going to be real shallow, but it's along the lines of yours as well in terms of like just someone who's not listening and not paying attention. Another kind of, uh, I might've talked about this before, but I came home. This is right around, I don't know. I don't think it was Valentine's Day because that was like too cliche. I feel like it was like leading up to my birthday. Came home to my apartment and opened the door, and it was about 42 billion rose petals <laughs> thrown all over my house. Because somebody was trying to be romantical. <laughs> and I get it, okay? Like, because that's what you see on TV, and I guess that's what niggas think that you want them to do. But I had an anxiety <laughs> attack. Like, I couldn't even... like. I couldn't even, and I tried, like, I can't even say I tried. I know in my mind, it, it did cross my mind to be like, you know, maybe you should be like, just say thank you and just kind of deal with this. But F that, I lost it. I just had one question for your boy. Who is going to clean this up? Who is going to clean this up? Because you have literally... Throw up like it was. It was like, it was like ninety three rose bushes threw up in my home. Oh, it's always funny. And I was just like, my nigga, I know what you're trying to do, but the answer is no. Don't give me a gift that's no. going to create work for me, especially now. If this is don't if this give is, me a gift. Maybe I would have had a lot less anxiety about it if I knew the the person that I was dealing with at the time was considerate and you know, that dude that would like make sure <laughs> like go to go out of his way to make sure that I was okay. But I knew who I was dealing with here. So I knew that after the Yami with the Yami, <laughs> this nigga was going to go to sleep and leave me in this home with 87 bajillion rose petals. And I'm just like, nah, nah, what we got to do is get these out of my house right now. I'm sorry. Immediately while you're here. Like you are going to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. We're going to, I will help you, but we, I will not be able to rest and even appreciate or any of the other things, aspects of this celebration. I will not be able to do it until all of these rose petals are removed. <laughs> they must up. go. I don't care. And I'm just, and then, and then I got to thinking like, my nigga, you spent how much money on these rose petals? What? Like, come on. Right. <laughs> like now you're not even being like, come on. If you got, 
if you got these, we could have sat down in a restaurant and ate up these rose petals. We could have <laughs> ate this. Like, there's only so many rose blunts that I can roll. You understand what I'm... Mm, girl, I was just like... Yeah. I was just like, okay. All right. Don't do that. I'm so glad my husband will never do that. I mean, I know. I mean, and if for all of the fairy tale queens who live in, in, the, in the land of romantic, romantic things... And Let's you, just and crush that for a second. Just remember who's going to have to clean that shit up. I just really, that's, I'm always a very practical person. And I'm just thinking like, I know that I'm going to have to, it's going to take me all afternoon to clean this house up. And I just don't have that to do. Yeah. Do that shit in the hotel room where no, where, where, where you don't have to touch it. I mean. I can't, I bet maids ooh, hate. Because I mean, rose petal stain. If you <laughs> just. Rose petal stain. I'm sitting here thinking like I'm ro- I'm not gonna get my security deposit back because all these goddamn rose petals on this white carpet. We got to do something. We got to act fast. <laughs> We've got to act fast. <laughs> I know they're moist and they're gonna leave their residue. This is what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, the time of the year is cold and moist and damp outside. What are the chances? What are the odds? I just don't want to. It's it's cool. Well, let's. Let's let's get into maybe the best gift that you've ever given. What do you feel like the best gift you've ever given has been? I don't know, man. This is a hard question for me. Um, I like to be very thoughtful in my gift giving. Um, biggest reaction, I guess you could say, is um, my mom. I bought her a necklace mm-hmm. that had, it's like a nameplate necklace because I wear them all the time, clearly, and she's always. But I bought her the nameplate necklace, and it has me and my brother's name on it. And she was all emotional <laughs> about that um, for obvious reasons. But yeah, I think that um, I think that was a, a really, a really. If I'm thinking as far as like reaction, but I, I'm I like to. It's hard for me because you know. I like to take care, especially if I'm like dating somebody. I'm the kind of person that's going to buy stuff all the time. Not necessarily for the sake of like, oh, I bought you gifts or whatever. But like, you know, I think about mm-hmm. if I think if I'm if I'm with you and I care about you and I see something and I like it and I like it for you, I'm going to get it and give it to you because that's just how my mind works. So I don't know. It's hard for me to kind of pinpoint one particular time where I gave an awesome gift. Um What's the worst gift you ever get? Probably like uh, uh, a Starbucks gift card. <laughs> <laughs> I just think like if I give you a Starbucks, so like if see because I I wouldn't give I mean I would give you a Starbucks gift card because I know that you drink coffee ah. and that would probably mm-hmm. like you know, make your day in terms of like, you know, I'm thinking on a day where you don't got no no cash, you got this gift card, I'm going to get my coffee. My know, oh, yeah. Brown. I would get that for you. It would be a thoughtful gift. But the person who I got the mm-hmm. Starbucks gift card for was because I didn't really know what else to get them. And I just kind of guessed. I'm just kind of like assuming that people like Starbucks. <laughs> I mean, just, just because it was just, it was the worst gift I've ever given because I just literally didn't put any thought into it. It was just really last minute and just like, I got to get something. So I'm going to get this. I think the best gift I've ever given. Mm, I do try to be thoughtful. Not an amazing gift giver, but I do try to be thoughtful. But my husband one year, he was talking about a whole bunch of stuff that he wanted. 
um, and the, and he needed, and he needed a wallet really, really bad. And I remember him looking like at Burberry wallets, and I didn't think I'd be able to buy him a Burberry wallet, but I found one, and his favorite color was blue, because that was <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> and <laughs> put all his business out there. <laughs> I like your little giggle though. <laughs> so I got him this really dope blue Burberry wallet. So it wasn't that obnoxious right. print um, that's there all the time, but it was still the the signature Burberry. It was still the signature print, but it was all this like all leather and all blue. So it wasn't all those colors and stuff. And then I got him like a pair of boots. Like I just got him a bunch of things that he said he wanted and took him out for like some drinks with some friends and things like that. Um, but then. I I wanted to give him something really thoughtful, so I put together this um, I put together this. I got a composition notebook, a whole bunch of like paint markers and color pencils and crayons and glue. <laughs> and I did a craft project, which I hate doing. I'm not a crafty person, and I basically had saved like all these little things over time um, that we had done, like stubs from the zoo and like all kinds of stuff. And I put them in the book and then I found pictures that we'd taken like through Instagram and got them all printed and made like a thing. Mm, this is so like Hallmark movie. It was very mush, mush, mush. It was very oatmeal. <laughs> it was very... You're funny. <laughs> and then the worst gift I've ever given <laughs> for my parents' anniversary one year, like my dad was a huge Seinfeld. My dad loved Seinfeld. Like he loved Seinfeld. So me and my sister got all of these burned DVDs, burned of Seinfeld, burned because <laughs> we couldn't oh, afford the Lord real box. Jesus set. Christ! I don't even know if they had the box set at the time. They probably did, but we got these burned DVDs of like I think like three seasons, the first three seasons of Seinfeld. And I remember my dad get it. And my dad is like brutally honest. And he got it and he opened it. And we we was hyped. We thought he was going to be real hype about it. And he was like, these are not even the funniest seasons. <laughs> Over it. Yo. I was like, Over it. really? Over it. That's your reaction? <laughs> so, And while he's right... <laughs> I still was like, that is so ungrateful. <laughs> that is super ungrateful. <laughs> so, yeah, that was probably the worst gift that I've ever given just because my dad's reaction was absolutely crushing. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> but let's switch to the Secret Santa or, or or just gift giving in general and what, what you think is really good for kids, bae, friends. Um, gift ideas. So if you, okay, so if you, I guess I should ask you this because you have a child, but um, yeah, yeah. I guess I wanted to talk, uh, just kind of throw out some gift ideas for those of us who might be struggling with what to get gifts, um, what to get our loved ones, like what gifts to get our loved ones this holiday season. When it comes to children, my favorite things to give y'all, you know what I'm going to say, right? Books. That's it. I'm that. I'm my that favorite auntie. favorite gift. I am that auntie. I will get your child books, honey. All the books, and so yeah. Um, I think that there are awesome, and there are awesome book subscriptions. Uh, 
So yes. I don't know. I can pull together some lists or whatever, or maybe I'll think of some things to put in the description box. But one of the things that I have done for the children in my life that I care about, well, I do care about all children, but <laughs> the ones who I buy gifts for, I guess, uh, <laughs> I will pay for a subscription for like six months or a year or so, and you know, for a child to get a book a month for a year. Um, and that'll be a good gift for me. And then I could check in and see how the book is going, what the books, tell me about the books. And those are the kinds of gifts that I love to get. And I also love to get puzzles. I feel like there's a lost art. I love puzzles. puzzles. Putting jigsaw puzzles together is a lost art. And these millennial mm-hmm. children, or they're not even millennial children. They are, um, what's the generation after them? I don't know. I forget. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Y'all know. We talked about it. Z. Generation Z. Is that it? Maybe that's Generation Z. Generation Z, they, you know, everything is all electronic and in the cloud and on the web. But I do I do feel like there are, it's just a great, it's just great. Sit down at a table and put together a jigsaw puzzle. It's like something three it's therapeutic it's and therapeutic. It's, it teaches them patience. Problem solving and um critical thinking not even just analytical mm-hmm. thinking um it, it use it's just your so brain. good right so and be challenging you know i i'd love to i will give your i will give if your child is six and up i will give your child a hundred two hundred piece puzzle and put that joint together Thank let you. me see it take a picture when it's done um and indeed. do it as a family. Indeed, indeed, indeed. That's one of the things me and my mom did. Um, like right after Brian passed, that was kind of like when, when you just couldn't talk about anything, just kind of wanted to be there mm-hmm. with one another, but you just didn't know what to say. We would, literally went to the Dollar Tree and bought like eight puzzles. <laughs> some of them 500, some, some of them 500 words, some of them five words, some of them 500 pieces, some of them 200, whatever. But we would sit at the table and put these puzzles together. And that's, that's what we did. Um, also, like coloring books, word books, like word searches, crossword puzzles, Sudoku, all that stuff. I'm old, so things that are going to use the brain. That's the kind of stuff I like to get. Stationary books, like you can get all that stuff from Marshalls for five dollars, right by the register. You get your little journal and some pens, and tell the girls to just you Keep know write. Write a write in your journal. Write a letter once a week. Yep. Doesn't have to be about anything. Getting hopefully we need to get young people in the practice of you know doing that kind of mm-hmm. stuff because it will serve them later on in life, and they're going to have plenty of time for you know all the other stuff. But those these are the kind of I feel like such an old lady for saying this, but like these are the kind of um, nah. But it's real though because it's I you know having a kid in this generation. They are super like tech driven, and you know Noah could operate an iPhone at like one. It was dumb. She could. You know what I'm saying? Like she I was really stressed about. She that. would literally like, go in, in your... the bag and get it out. Oh. She, she'll get your phone out and she uses her. She uses her little pointer finger. And she would literally. She would hand it to me and say, "Games." I <laughs> <laughs> oh, got no games, Noah. You had no games. She, she used to give people their phone and say, "What's your passcode?" Like she. <laughs> She would, and it she was did. like it was disgusting. I was like, "How do you? The fact that you even know that somebody needs to unlock this <laughs> so that you could get busy in this phone real quick is crazy." And so that's why we try to really limit 
we try to limit her as much as we can. Now, it's really hard. It's hard during this day and age to limit them, which is why I think Kia's suggestions are really great. Um, last year, we got her uh, numerous things. But one thing I made sure, I like growing up, I loved the Berenstain Bears. I had like, all that of was them. The, all of them. <laughs> Those were my uh, do jams. They, do they still make them? <laughs> they do. Okay, awesome. And I think they've also, because I feel like back in the day, they used to be a little religious maybe, and some people had a problem with that. Really? I don't remember them being religious, but. I don't remember them being religious um, either. I, I've, I've been told that, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I always knew them to like teach you know just manners and shit right. you know like ways of life like don't be a bully and be a good person and the golden rule and things like that but i i had every Bernstein book bear book ever made um and even before we had them we would go to the library and we would read them we'd walk to the library we'd go visit my great-grandparents in connecticut and we'd walk to the library because there was literally nothing to do and read books and so um I got Noah like tons of Bernstein Bear books because they now have a cartoon as well. And she was into that as a baby. So I got her, all, all, you know, a good amount of the books, mm-hmm. not all of them, but a good amount of the books. And then also other books because I'm real big on like little black girl books. I love my hair. I love myself, you know, just things to, to build self-esteem because I think that's super pointed. And then, you know, like other stuff she wanted. But for Fury's Toy yeah. Drive, you know, I was trying, I was like, I don't know what to, like, I can't go out and buy like, mad cabbage patch dolls or american girls or whatever i have no clue what kids play with even having a kid i don't know what they want (laughs) so um but i know what they need and i didn't i wasn't gonna give a bunch of books and stuff for the toy drive but i did go and i bought like just a bunch of things that we enjoyed as kids like jacks and jump rope and dice and um cards and balls and just like puzzles and coloring books and crayons and i just got a whole bunch of like stuff like that because i'm like kids need to be kids it's very important that kids are kids and i really remember and enjoy playing with things in like we didn't have all the tech stuff so it was we had to use our imagination and i think that kids have it's a lost a lost art so i thought it would be really nice to get them some things that would keep them busy and help them to be kids so I always think that's really good gifts too. Just buying a bunch of things that they can play with do and kids stimulate. Play? I don't think so. Do, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm saying, do they play? No, but I'm saying, do they play like board games and and Uno and stuff like we used to play? Well, I can't say yet because Noah's only four, so she just destroys <laughs> most of the games that are in this house. Um, she has taken the we, and of course, as I'm sitting here talking, I'm about to be a complete hypocrite. We bought that damn Monopoly thing with the credit cards because <laughs> we wanted to see how it was. But we don't play it because the girl has taken all of the pieces, spread them about the house <laughs> like like I don't Aww. like dust, and then she now like takes the credit card machine and that's her little she she like slides the credit card and pretends like she's shopping and shit like that. So I'm really yeah. Bless her heart. <laughs> it's cool though. She's still young. Yes. What about some good gifts for friends? So, okay, um, about, because um, I'm thinking, like, you know, a couple of my friends and I are doing sec- Secret Santa and uh, that kind of thing. Um, and I I think of things that I want, I would want to receive for Secret Santa, and I kind of use that as my gauge for, for what things I want to buy. And I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to be selfish. I'm just trying to say, like, what would I use and really appreciate? Uh, 
And I, that kind of helps me think along the lines of what other people might appreciate. Um, so a big one for me uh, is, gonna, is, again, services, like gift certificate for services. So I'm really good for giving you a gift certificate to get your toes done or, um, or you know, go get a facial or, um, you know, go get your hair colored or something on me. Um, those are some of my favorite things, yes. to, um, my favorite things to do, um, uh, because especially around the holiday times, like we are spending money. So a lot of times that I know for me, I often forego some of the things I usually do for myself because I'm buying gifts for other people. So if someone gives me mm-hmm. $30 and say, Hey girl, go get your hair washed. And I'm like, I sure will. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I also love to give, uh, books away to adults as well. Um, and I guess now, I guess I got this idea from one of our listeners who was so nice. I can't think of her name right now, but um, we had a listener. I can try to pull it up. But we had a listener who gifted us with the audible version of Jennifer um, Lewis's book. Yes. So, Thank you yeah, so awesome. much. I'm going to find your name and look at I should have. I'm not prepared. I'm, I'm terribly, terribly sorry. But yes, you you're out. amazing. Um, and that audible.com actually has a service where you can buy um you can buy audible versions of books and share them or send them to friends as gifts um like and i think that that's just so so cool because i mean everyone's listening to podcasts audiobooks like it's so much easier and it's it's literally like you can send somebody something instantly it's not something that you have to like wait for shipping or anything like that if it's like oh i want so and so i think so and so will love this book and literally in seconds, I can send her a copy of the book and she can listen to it on her way to work or at the gym or what have you. So I think that that's an awesome idea um, as well. I'm also big on uh, body and skincare and hair care products. Um, if I have like, I'm I'm really good, at, like especially things that I know that I love. So if there's a new edge gel, <laughs> that's a new edge control or a new toner or a new facial scrub that I love, I'm going to, I, and I love it enough. I will buy six or seven of them joints and give them out to my friends um, around Christmas time because, I mean, let's share the wealth. Wow. And especially with all the awesome, like, skincare, Black-owned skincare, hair care businesses, hair care lines and products lines that are out and available and we have access to through, like, Instagram and stuff. There's so many options um, of things that we can try and share with our friends. Um, and finally, head wraps. Head wraps mm. is one of my favorite things to get because, I mean, I just think every girl, every girl's going to have a day where she's not done her hair. Um, and a head wrap is often, I want to say, okay, so like there are times where I, I won't wear a head wrap. Like I can't wear a hat to work, but I can wear a head wrap. Um, and, or, I, you know, so... Depending upon, I mean, regardless, I should say, regardless of whatever someone's profession or career might be, a head wrap is it's kind of like a, you know, I just think it's an awesome gift because it's universal. And a lot of people, even if you don't know how to tie them, you can learn how to tie them or even they're not hard to, to do. So I just think it's, it's a cool gift that people can get uh, a lot of use out of. So what are some? Yeah, I think those are Did you have any others that are? ideas for i no i think those are amazing i um i think uh 
you know, for those who might be tight on money, um, like we said, just small things, um, small thoughtful things, like Kia said, maybe you can't afford even to give somebody a full manicure, but you can go to the dollar store and buy them a buffer, um, an emery board, uh, some cute nail polish, and you know what I'm saying? And I think little thoughtful things like that. And of course, it, it, it also depends on the person's personality. So like Kia said, we talked about a Starbucks gift card. That would mean something to me because I love coffee very, very much. If somebody got me a Brooklyn Roasting Company gift card, I would use it um, with like gold. I love it very much. <laughs> but if you have somebody who doesn't drink coffee, that's not a good gift. Uh, but like little small thoughtful things that you know would appeal to a person that you're trying to get them for. You know, if you have somebody who wants to get into writing, buying a notebook and some pens would be really great for them. If you have somebody who likes to jot down their ideas, um, just things that really mean something to people are the best kind of gifts to give. And they don't have to be very expensive. And then if you have friends who like have kids and they're busy and they have things going on, like we said earlier, you know, it'd be cute if you make maybe you make them a little coupon and say, you know, this is for right. me to come over and help you for a day to organize your house, you know, but do it in a, in a form, you know, put it in a card. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Give it to them like that. Cause that shows that it's thoughtful, but it's something that doesn't, it doesn't cost you any money because you don't have any money, not because you're cheap. <laughs> and this is for people who might not necessarily yeah, have, totally. it, you know what I'm saying? But they're ideas that you can put into, into action. And they're still very thoughtful and very amazing gifts. Um, you know, maybe I'll be your cleaning lady for an afternoon and help you come get your life together or come, you know, this is a voucher for me to come babysit your kids for a night so that you can go out, you know, just like, Really thoughtful things like that are really great. Um, also, I wanted to say that uh, when it comes to gift cards, especially thoughtful gift cards, you know, like I'm a makeup girl. The girls know that I love uh, I love makeup. So when it comes to those kinds of gift cards, there's no denomination that's too small. If you give me a $10 gift card at Ulta or Sephora, that's going to be clutch. Because even though I might not be able Word. to buy a whole product, that might, you know, let's say I'm getting ready to buy this... Uh, let me just think of some expensive makeup. Let's find this this YSL Touche Clot powder that I know runs me for sixty five dollars, right? You your ten dollar <laughs> gift card just helped me, sis. Like you don't even know. So um, so there's no denomination that's too small when it comes to uh those kinds of mm-hmm. uh you know th- um, thoughtful gift cards. And also another idea that I have had and have done and before in my life when I didn't have a whole lot of money to get a group of friends a gift, I will just, you know, buy a couple of bottles of wine, a couple of bottles of wine and invite them girls over to my house and we can have like a girls night. We can write down some questions or watch a movie and just have mm-hmm. good, good girlfriend time. Um, and it might not be huge, but, you know, sometimes those kind of, those kinds of opportunities to make those memories often last a lot longer than, you know, a bag or a pedicure or anything that you can buy with money. Um, so don't feel like you're limited, um, in those kinds of things. Um, if you, if you're in a struggling place, because I've been a graduate student for a long time now, I've been a student for a real long time. So I know what it's like to not feel like you have the range, especially when, I mean, watching my friends who've been working salary jobs for over 10 years now and have a nice little cushion (laughs) and I don't have that. (laughs) So, you know, watching, you know, the way the ways in which we move and, and operate um, is going to be different because uh, I don't have the range that some of them have. Mm-hmm. So, so I, the things that I'm, we're just hoping that the conversation will help us all to think 
about ways that we can be thoughtful in our gift give giving to help our resources go a lot farther than than they would go if we were just out here swiping our cars with reckless abandon. <laughs> That's it. Um, it doesn't have to again. We yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be expensive. You just has to be thoughtful. It's just thinking about the person who you're giving the gift to, and what is something that is going to be useful to them, something that you know that they could really use that they'd be grateful for. Um, that in it's anything that you're able to do, whether it be your time or whether it be something large in monetary value. So let's switch. So we're going to talk about some monetary value things. What's on your personal wish list this year? Huh. Now, speaking of monetary value, <laughs> the first thing that's on my wish list this year is the great need that I have. I know that no one's, I mean, I can just say I'm not expecting anyone to give me any of this, but just putting it out there no, in this the is atmosphere. Y'all know Anthony went on to glory about <laughs> a few months ago, and I have not yet been able to secure a vehicle to replace Anthony. So I am very much hoping and praying that I can gather my life together and get myself some transportation here soon. Um, so that is that is number one on my wish list right now. Um, other things that are on my wish list are uh, I really would like some Jordans. <laughs> the uh, I know. I mean, we were just looking at some Jordans uh, just before we started. <laughs> I will say this, uh, Tania, Jessica, Latoya, we were talking about this recently about how that we're now standing squarely in our 30s. My friends and I are reclaiming our time as sneakerheads. <laughs> Yo, because it seems like we all looked it's around it. at each other and was just like, hey, girl, we don't have time for her feet. No more. So, so I mean, nope. literally... We all show up to the function in cute little dresses and beat faces. And if you look down at our feeds, we're giving the girls Air Maxes and Hirachis and, and Jordans. Reebok and classics. that's just what y'all going to get. So y'all going to get into it. So she is revitalizing her sneaker collection. Um, Jay can tell you that I was on the plane to Barbados with a, with a box of Hirachis. Literally as my personal yeah. carry-on item because I... I did not, I bought them yes. and I did not want to not have my box. So I literally carried the box with me on the plane. Um, listen, I'm doing, so yes, I would, the, the, uh, some retro 11s called the heiress are coming out. Ho I, right now they're out for, for young girls. I'm hoping and praying that they will release them for grown women. She would like a pair of those. Um, I have, and I, I've not, Lord. I've not bought myself a real purse. In almost 10 years and I, because I've been in school for so long. So it's been a long time since I've been able to go. When I say a real purse, I'm, I'm talking high end. I have not bought a real bag. That's no shade because, girl, y'all see me in my little Aldo bags all the time. So I'm I'm not judging. But I would like to buy myself a, a real bag here really soon. Um, so that, that's on my wish list. Um I guess I'll stop there. I sound really, I feel like I sound really snooty in, in bougie la. Why? No, you don't. First of all, first of all, let's just get into the basic real quick. A nigga loves sneakers, nigga loves okay? Sneakers. I used to have an extensive sneaker collection. I I'm had reclaiming my time. Extensive sneaker collection. Reclaiming. Somewhere along the way, I, you know, I, I, I started becoming grown and I was like, I don't really want, and it wasn't because I wore a lot of heels. It was just like, I got into some sort of simplistic mindset. 
I love sneakers though. I really do. I mean, I'm probably not gonna go wild like I used to. I would buy shit like A Life's and 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 no <laughs> niggas are not wearing that now. These are things then, so don't be trying to come for me. But I'm wearing Jordans and A Life's and and um uh re- re- creative recreation. What is it? Recreate whatever. I forget what the shit is called. But I love sneakers. And now, like you said, you know I don't have time for hurt feet. I never have. I'm all about my Alfred Woodard. <laughs> so a good Jordan. The 11s are my favorite Jordan oh, of all time. I'm, it's between 11s and 13s, but I do love a 5 and a 3 as well. I mean, I love a 5. I love a 3. I actually like the 9s. Um, but I like the 10s better than the 9s. I don't dislike the 9s. But. I, I like the 10s, but I like the I like the 9s. I have something about them. I think the 9s look like the boxing, like kind of like a boxing shoe a little bit, if I remember right. So I like the 9s. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I have my, I still, you know, my Spizikes. I got my Spizikes. Um, but oh, I, li- listen, and, and I remember when a oh, lot of course. these came out. Like, I remember when the 11s dropped for the first time. Yeah, I want, oh my gosh. And I want the, so right now, I, I should, I'm totally stepping on yours but you just made me think i want the air max Fine. i want the air max 97s there's actually two pairs that Ooh, i would like nah, 95 oh, I had, well 95s used to be my favorite sneaker of all time um and i i had mm. several several different pairs of them but now that the 97s are being re-released i there's a black and white pair that i would like to have um i like the gold and the silver but the girls are going for like Upwards of two twenty five, and I just can't. I just cannot bring myself to do that right now. Mm. But yes, I'm sorry I interrupted you. I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely fine. Oh, I mm-hmm. like the nineties too. The Air Max nine. I think the Air Max nineties are my favorite, 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 favorites. I bought yes, Noah some Rose Gold yes, Air Max nineties, and yes, I was covered in the hell out of them sneakers. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, was like, I need to have these actually, but I bought them for my kids. So high. <laughs> Um, what's on my personal wish list? Wish list this year. I can't talk. Um, for the longest, and this is getting ready, and I, I'm about to put my business out there. Mm-hmm. I cook my ass off, right? And I do everything from scratch. Everybody knows that, but I still, to this day, do not have a KitchenAid mixer. Oh, I to this day, and when I tell you, I would use the hell out of a KitchenAid mixer in every attachment. A nigga would be making sausage and pasta and baked goods and all kind. Like I still don't have a KitchenAid mixer, and I want a matte black or a navy blue KitchenAid mixer like nobody's business. So that's on my wish list, and then um, a Lowe's gift (laughs) card because I need to get my kitchen floor redone. Something awful. And I just have like a lot of things that I need to do in my kitchen. And it's one of those things where I need to go to the hardware store and like pick out flooring, paint, new hinges um, and things like that. And so a Lowe's gift card would be like the clutchiest of clutch. That's how you know you're getting grown. When you start talking about about furniture and housewares and appliances and stuff. That's how you know you're grown for real. Those are on my personal wish list. Like those are like my my huge my two big huge items that I would want. I'm like somebody dropped me a like a just a fat Lowe's gift card and I would go ham. I already have plans for it. I know what I need to do, and always a home good gift card. A home goods gift card is you have just touched my soul. Like home goods, absolutely you have. 
And uh, you have just touched my soul. Son, if 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 whoever he is, listen, I know that the man, like, like I said, the man for me, for real, forever, forever, man, like 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 your boy who filled my gas tank those times. <laughs> the best gift ever. If I took if I go to pay a bill one day and you've already paid it, oh, oh, oh the draws are coming down. You want to talk about busting it wide the hell open? <laughs> you hear me? Like 915. Listen. <laughs> like, like honestly. I'm giving the girl six o'clock. You understand what I'm saying? Let me tell you, sis. Talking about like straight up and down, honey. Straight up and down. Straight wide across. Oh gosh, we should wrap it up right there. You did what? Yeah, we should actually. Let me go to pay a bill. Let me go to pay a bill. If you, if I ever see a zero balance anywhere, you listen. All right, thus concluding. I'm doing a split. Wanna, <laughs> oh, okay, so it's time to That's go into the eyes. <laughs> talk. We have really wrapped because okay, let's. Mm-hmm, we have just done a lot here. Mm-hmm. Honestly, truly, time for the honesty box. That's it. So this is this honesty box. We haven't had one of like like this yet. <laughs> oh boy, it's gonna be juicy. Yeah, I read it and I was like, what the fuck? So, hey, Kia and Jade, my name is Shanna. Hey. And I'm 22 years old with a four-year-old daughter. <laughs> I work a full-time job. Me too. Oh. I'm 22 years old with a four-year-old daughter. I work a full-time job and take night classes. Got so it. sometimes I do not feel like touching my daughter's hair. And okay. I will send her to school with an old mm-hmm. Bantu not out. I'm not mad at it. One day I sent her to school with a two-day-old Bantu not out, and it was a little dry, but I was extremely tired. I picked her up to see that she had a forced ponytail. Mm. Mind you, her hair is not that long. My. Wait a minute. I asked my daughter. <laughs> just, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I didn't want to laugh at that. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm like, girl, you had to say that. Wait a <laughs> okay. Okay. I asked my daughter why her hair was like that, and she stated her teacher didn't like it, and it hurts. Her I was being like her hair, her hair before she forced the ponytail in it. Yes. And she said the ponytail hurts. Mm. I was beyond pissed. One, right. because she loved her bush. And two, her hair is not your job. I work extremely hard to make sure we embrace our blackness. What would you have done? By the way, I'm a new listener. Not sure if you've already mm-hmm. talked about this. We have not. I've heard stories about white teachers touching black kids hair, but not a black Ooh. teacher touching a black kid's hair. First and foremost, Ooh. as a parent, you have every right to do your child's hair in whatever manner you want. And when I do your child's hair in whatever you want. So whatever effort you put into that, that is what happens in your household. So as long as your child's hair is clean, that is all anybody needs to be worried about. Um, if it was a situation where your child is unkempt and like, it seems like they're being neglected in the home, maybe that would be a different situation, but you don't ever take it upon yourself to touch nobody's child's hair. And if you ever fix your lips to tell me that you don't like my child's hair and that's why you took it upon yourself, you took the liberty to change the hairstyle, I'm going to first take my child out of your classroom and then I'm going to whoop your ass for touching my kid. (laughs) 
don't touch my damn kid. <laughs> okay. And so I'm not condoning violence in any way, shape, form or fashion. I don't want you to do that. But I think that if I were you, I would have a very stern and pointed conversation with that teacher and the administrator at that school about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and how whether you don't care what her personal opinion is. As long as your child's hair is clean, she don't need to put her fingers in it. Yeah, I don't really have anything to add. I think uh, I think that's, uh, that's just that's what just... it is. Uh, a conversation is absolutely yeah. required. Um, and I think that, okay. uh, like Jay said, it has to be had between yourself, the teacher, and an administrator, whether that be the principal, assistant principal, whomever this teacher answers to. Um, yeah. I would need to know exactly why. I mean, I would have a conversation just to figure out. I mean, of course, not saying that you don't believe your child, but just getting her um, hearing what she has to say about yeah, what happened um, and what led to her mm -hmm. uh, restyling your daughter's hair. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, whatever, regardless of what her uh, response is, I think you would need to be, like Jay said, have a very direct conversation, letting her know what your feelings are about her opinions and why they don't matter <laughs> when it comes to right to your your child's hair and don't mince words and i think your point about making sure that your family embraces your blackness and celebrating your daughter's blackness and showing her that there's beauty in her natural hair and how you how you style that i think first of all i think that's beautiful and I think expressing that to the teacher, I think um, having a conversation with her and putting that in there is very important because she needs to know that, you know, there is intention behind how you raise your child. I'm curious um, to know. I know that you said that she's a black lady, but I'm ask, I'm curious to know if she's an older black lady, because I, in my mind, I feel like, you know, oh yeah, there's that dynamic, That's you know, of. Sometimes older black women feeling like they can take certain liberties um, mm -hmm. when it comes to like parenting and child rearing um, and advice, you know, because all black moms give advice, yeah. <laughs> um, whether they even realize they're doing yeah. it or not. Uh, so I, I kind of get like the, that was a kind of my initial inkling. Like I had like a, a gut feeling like I just feel like this is probably an older lady who feels away about the way that this little girl's hair look. She doesn't understand the bands who not out. Mm. Um, I can think about my own mm -hmm. family members being, you know, proud card carrying members of mm -hmm. the press and curl generation and <laughs> not understanding uh, or subscribing to natural hair and being really confused by the fact that my hair is natural um, <laughs> and having, you know, mm -hmm. dealing with those things. Um, but I'm an adult and it's annoying to me. So I can only imagine what it is for your child, your four-year-old to have to navigate, you know, somebody questioning their hair as it comes out of their head, like they have some control over that. Um, but yeah, so right. that, I mean, that was just kind of like a, a, po a, a point of uh, interest for me personally. I just wonder what that dynamic is, regardless of who this lady is, how old she is, whatever, her story is the bottom line is she doesn't have, she doesn't have any business 
uh, doing what she's right. done. And I just think Touching you, what I would do is to let her know that she doesn't have any business and to let her know that it will not be tolerated. Now, you can decide whether or not you want to keep your child in that class. It's totally up to you. Um, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think the first order of business is, like Jay said, having that conversation. Keep your fingers out my child's head. Out of my kid's head. Because it's not your business. If you got a problem with the way she looks, you can talk to it's me about it. But ever. don't take it upon yourself. Right. You can have a conversation. And I know kids lie, especially. I mean, you know, age. I don't want to say lie, <laughs> but you know, em- embellish. No, they just, they lie. No, embellish. They, they lie. You know, they, lie. they flat out like lie, be, like they're little creative, rugs. Um, in the ways that they little rugs themselves. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> they lie, and so I, you know, but regardless of that, even if the child, let's say your child did say that she didn't like her own hair, you still don't take it upon yourself to change the hairstyle. You speak to me as the parent. Um, out of respect for my household and what I have cho- chosen to do with my All child. Every day. So regardless of anything, you need to have a conversation. Uh, Kia did bring out a really good point. I didn't think about her being an older lady, but that's a really good point because that is, that is a thing. But regardless, you have, um, you have every right to express how you feel about that and to tell her to never do that again. Yeah, man. I think that's it. Hope this helps. We can move on. <laughs> let us know. Give us an update. And let us know how it goes. Make sure you're sending your um, honesty box questions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail dot com, uh, and you could hear yours on the next episode. Oh, yeah. Let's move on to the petty peeves. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister, because everybody know I can be real petty. P e to the t t y, honey. So this week on petty peeves. I have a message Mm. for individuals who feel like they can take things that don't belong to them. Um, So I had to leave Barbados a little bit earlier than everyone else because I had to get back to work. I had a meeting on Monday that I needed to attend. Um, So I left really early and somehow I had a connected flight. I had a connected flight in Miami. Somehow between the airplane from Barbados to Miami, um, me sitting in my seat and me getting off the airplane, my wallet grew legs and left my purse. Um, now I acknowledge that my purse was was very it was a very large bag and there were lots of things in it. The bag was under my seat. Um, and in picking up the, uh, so, I mean, I can't, I can't say that I'm saying that to say that like, there is a chance that the wallet fell out of my bag. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily know that I believe that to be true, but I'm saying that there is a chance. So I'm, I mean, just in fairness, but I believe that someone went into my bag and took my wallet. Um, and when I realized it was gone, they searched the plane and they, they asked me where I was sitting. They didn't see the wallet by my seat. So they told me that the wallet was stolen. Um, I had to file a police report and do all of that. Later that night, I received a text message from American Airlines saying that they had found my wallet. And when I inquired with lost and found, I was told that my wallet was found in a completely different part of the plane. 
which makes me, which was, you know, further confirms for me that someone had my wallet, uh, went through it, found that it was empty because it was, <laughs> because it was, but that's not the business. That's not the point. Um, it's not. And where, when, when they did, when there was nothing in it that they could take for themselves, you know, they just kind of threw it wherever on the plane. Um, and that's why, you know, it wasn't found, um, until much, much later. So my petty peeve is for thieves, man. Like what kind of mangy, useless person steals? <laughs> like, okay. I mean, okay. I've, I've never been a thief. I have really bad anxiety. I could mm-hmm. never. I think I told a story about the time where I accidentally stole a shirt from Express and was crying in the mall. Um, <laughs> so I just, there is the part of me. I mean, I get that. I'm saying that, you know, my mind doesn't process. Like, I don't understand how stealing works. Um, so how y'all, how how you no. can have a conscious, a good conscious about stealing. I do know that there are other people who don't share that sentiment with me. But I just, I don't know. I hope they don't listen to this show. I hope they don't listen to this show either. But if they do, please know that I believe you to be a terrible person. Um, especially something like a wallet. Like, because care, I carry my whole life. <laughs> like, there's so much in my wallet. And I just feel like it takes a certain kind of thief to take something like that. I First of all... I'm sorry. I hate to like interject into your petty no, no, peeve. No. I mean, I mean, I was pretty much done. It was just, I'm just still processing and I don't even feel like I can fully curse somebody. I said, because they're shipping my wallet back to me. So I need to see what has been taken out of it. All of my credit cards have been canceled and I don't think I had any, thankfully, because I had good sense. And we went to that mall in Barbados and I didn't take my whole bag. Mm-hmm. I still had, I had my debit card and my license and other other things like oh, I have nice. my debit card, my license, and then another card in this little wallet that I carry on my keys. So that I had never put it back into my big wallet. So thankfully, none of my identification was in the wallet. Um, and my main debit card that I use all the time was still with me. So I was very grateful for that. But I still felt like, oh, what if, yeah, what if all that it's stuff violated. was in there? Someone could literally have access to all of me like and no it's violent and it's like we're all trying to survive out here like everybody is trying to make it and clearly if we're all on this american airline flight we ain't got no money like that clearly we ain't got no sitting and listen sitting in the back in the colored people section of the american airlines flight so clearly if we're on this flight we are all broke here and so for you to think that it's okay to take from me when I'm just as hardworking as the next person, like you think that it's okay for you to go through my stuff, you're, you're a terrible human being and I hope something awful happens to you. Don't nobody like give me much. That's just, well, I shouldn't, I don't, I'm saying that to say I work every dime, every, every single dime that is, that mm-hmm. I have, I worked for it. Every penny. Um, so I just feel like. Mm-hmm. People who cheat and steal and try to like get ahead for nothing, like, yo, what kind? Like, you're you're, everything about like what? Oh, I can't even speak. Like, no integrity, no character, like at all. Like, you're trash. And no. 
And I just can't even You're believe that. I mean, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I really feel naive because I'm just like, people get things stolen from them all the time. Um, but I, and I know that I'm not above any of that, but at the same time, I just felt so helpless. Like, I don't ever want to feel like that again. Like, I don't, no, I me going through my bag and not, and not feeling like I don't have my things. I was grateful that I had my passport and all that other stuff, but feeling like all my, like, corporate card for work all my checks everything all these things all my health insurance information feeling like I didn't have that stuff Mm -hmm. thankfully I don't carry my social security card and shit but it's just like those kinds of things I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah I don't even feel like this is a real good petty peeve because this is neither petty but uh nor a peeve it's just like girl keep your Dusty, dirty, filthy, useless hands off my things. That's all. That's it. Don't touch my shit. Um, my my petty peeve is kind of petty. Um, I'm going to preface this by saying that I am not an ableist. Um, I'm not a cruel human being. I just like fairness, and I don't like people coming at me reckless. And so, if you come at me reckless, then I'm gonna hit below the belt. So. That disclaimer out there. I left the wonderful peace and harmony of Barbados, the easygoing um, attitude of the islands. I left that in Barbados. I tried to bring it back to the States, but there's always something that triggers you and brings you right back to reality. Although there was a thing in Barbados, but I'm going to let Fury tell that because I think he's going to. But anyway, about that cab driver. Man, those are people who still anyway so um shut your mouth when i'm not talking to you that is my petty peeve i was driving home now there is an issue clearly i live in new york city i live in brooklyn it is hard to find parking i do not have a driveway so i have to find street parking you already know how it is with alternate side parking if you don't know what it is uh here in new york you have to uh, we have street cleaning, and so there is a Monday, Thursday side, a Tuesday, Friday side, and if you are parked on a Monday, Thursday side, the street cleaning is from 8 a.m. to 10.30, you need to find a parking spot on Tuesday, Friday side so you don't have to move your car. Yes, it is very stressful. Um, we use our car pretty often. I don't really drive to work a lot. Sometimes I do, but uh, my husband uses the car to go get Noah from school because he gets out earlier than me. So I have the car today. Uh, on a rare occasion, and I'm looking for parking when I come home. I see a spot, but there's a dude, there's two dudes standing outside of their car, and they just need to move back a couple of inches. So I pull up, roll my window down. I'm on the phone mm-hmm. with Nikki, Houston Nikki, um, so she can attest to all of this because she heard the entire conversation. It's very nice, rolled the window down. I said, excuse me, you mind moving back a couple inches? Now, he, if he would have gone over the line, he would have gotten a ticket, but I'm not going to put him in that predicament. Like, can you move back a couple inches? If you do that, I'll be able to fit in between you and the car in front. So he's like, all right, I'll move back. He's like, but I'm already at the line. I said, no, you're not at the line. I already peeped your car when I came around the corner, which is why I'm asking you if you move back a couple of inches, you'll still be within legal limitations, and I will be able to park my vehicle. I was like, I live right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired with all this construction of not being able to park by my house so if you move back a couple inches, right. we can both get what we want. So he's like, all right. So he says he's going to move the car back. 
So his friend's standing outside the car. He's looking around. So he's like inspecting how much he can move back. I'm like, nigga, just get in the car and put it in reverse and move back a couple of inches. Like, stop acting like this is fucking brain surgery. So I didn't (laughs) say that, but that's what I'm thinking to myself. So as it's taking more time, I do get out of the car and I'm like, what's 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 going on? Like, what's wrong? Can you just move back a couple of inches? And I'm getting irritated at this point. Like, can you just move back a few inches? And he's in his and he's like, I'm already at the line. I'm already at the line. So he moves back. He finally gets in his car. He moves back them three inches. I squeeze him into the parking spot. Don't tap his car. Him and his friend are inspecting for dear oh life God. to make sure that I don't tap his car when I park. I get in there and I'm fine. So I got out and I said, see, I was like, you got what you want. I got what I want. I can go home. He's like, I live right there. I want to go home, too. I said, great. Then go home. Like, go on then. You know what I'm saying? Trying to still maintain my peace or whatever. His friend decides that he's going to open his mouth. He was already at the line. He was already at the line. Now, his friend's standing there. He has a cane. But he comes talking to me like real big reckless, come yelling at me with his cane, wagging his cane at me. And so when he picked that cane off the ground and shook it at me, I knew it was fair game because you don't need it like that if you're able to pick it up and shake it at me. Oh, my God. I was like, shut the fuck up. Nobody was talking to you. I was like, and if you say anything else, I'm going to kick your cane. (laughs) <laughs> so that's my petty peeve this week. When nobody is dress- is addressing you and you are not a part of this equation because clearly you were not driving that car, then shut your mouth and stay out of it. Well, and that's my petty peeve this week. That'll do it. That will <laughs> certainly do it. That will certainly was so irritated. most positively do it. Um, and I don't think there's anything further. Uh, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to <laughs> Episode 35 of Getting Grown with Jaden Kia. We show do appreciate it. Uh, and shout out to everyone who stuck with us. We know that this was a little long. We didn't, we just had a lot to say, but we're a day yeah, late. A Hopefully, episode. you guys aren't mad with us. We'll make up for with just a little bit more uh, uh, conversation. Um, hopefully, you guys um, got um, found the kitchen table talk helpful. Let us know what you want us to talk about for the rest of the year. Oh, um, I don't. I meant to ask you about this in the beginning, sis. So hopefully you won't hate this and think it's a terrible idea. Ty suggested a best of getting grown episode for the holiday season. Yes, no, it was a wonderful idea. Um, so if you guys would like something like that, please let us know and let us know which episodes you would like us to pull from to put that together. That would be helpful to us. Yeah. Um, let us know your favorite moments. Yes, because uh, I know I will be traveling to Tennessee to see my mom for the holidays, um, the week of Christmas. Uh, so maybe we can put something together in lieu of episode that week. So, um, so you guys will still get something. Yeah. So you guys will get a Christmas episode from Jade and Kia. Um, yeah. So if nothing else, we can uh, oh, consider this meeting adjourned. Also, for for next week, maybe even. Let us know some of your best gifts, your worst gifts. Um, True indeed. And yeah, let us know some of your experiences, some of your funnies, uh, and then some ideas that you may have for gifts. And maybe we'll do a part two where we'll read some of the things that, that our listeners have to say as well. Sure. And if you have a business that you want featured, um, something, if you feel like you, uh, if there are certain businesses that you patronize, you've gotten gifts from before you want us to mention, shoot us an email yeah. and let us know. We can try to put something together. Um, also, I totally, totally would be remiss in not saying that I hope 
those of you in the DMV area will be joining us on Friday uh, for the live friend zone. Jada and I will be hosting the live friend zone. You can still get your tickets. I think there are a few more left. Um, the links are available. Um, we'll put those in the description box as well. Also, thank thanks you guys so much um, for those who have purchased tickets or expressed an interest in purchase t- purchasing tickets or just said sent your congratulations and support. Team Typing Fast DC is selling um, very well. Yes. Uh, we have a few more tickets left, um, so hopefully you guys can continue to buy your tickets and we. I'd love to sell out my first event. How awesome would that be? You will. Um, but I will include the the link in the description box if you guys want to hang out with me, myself. Jade's going to be there. Um, and just other black women who are out here uh, working really hard. We want to talk about the importance of prioritizing um, personal care and being your true self in every space um, while pursuing productivity and, and being purposeful and intentional about your professional success as a black woman. So join us, join us, wait. join us. We're going to have heavy, heavy appetizers and signature sangria and some good laughs and chuckles um, and cackles and, and just good, good, good times amongst us sister friends in the D.C. area. And if all goes well, hell, we'll take this show on the road. Yes. Um, fingers crossed. We'll see. IDK. But anyway. Um, yeah, man. We're going to have lots of things in the information box, so make sure that you guys check that out. Um, and Oh, and, ha- and shout yeah, out think- to everybody using team hashtag typing fast. Oh, absolutely. I love you guys, and I try to respond to all the tweets. Um, it's a lot, but uh, you guys keep using it because I love it. And hopefully, um, we'll be able to grow that um, in the coming year. I'm working on a couple of things. I'm so excited for you. But, um, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, I think so. Are we ready? I think to, that's it. I think we're ready. I think to, that's it. We've, all right. we've bothered you all enough. We have hemmed you up all far too long. We're really sorry, but we had lots to chat about. Um, Be free now. Be free. Yes. And have an awesome week. And we'll we'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. Later. Um, yeah, stay moisturized. Oh yeah. Drink your water. Mind your business. Um, <laughs> your black will crack if it's dry. If it's dry. You forgot. <laughs> it's fine. Bye. Bye.